This is a sleep podcast and it is aimed at students who are struggling to get a good night's sleep and who as a result may be suffering from daytime fatigue and the feeling of being unable to concentrate or to function properly during the day. Sleep is one of our strongest biological drives and it is vital for good mental and physical health. The fact that we spend one third of our lives asleep is an indication of its importance. Yet few of us get enough sleep at night, and students are probably one of the most sleep-deprived populations of all. Balancing a social life and extracurricular activities with all important academic demands means that as a student you are less likely to have a regular pattern of sleep and to engage with habits that encourage good sleep. Sleep deprivation may seem to be synonymous with student life and there could be few students who haven't stayed up until 3am to meet an essay deadline or pulled an all-nighter to get a piece of work done on time. However, the impact of sleep deprivation is far more insidious than feeling a bit sleepy the next day. There are certain genes that only get switched on during sleep ones that are associated with restoration and metabolic pathways. So not getting the right type of sleep may inhibit the ability to consolidate memory, reduce problem-solving capacity, and prevent important neural connections from linking and strengthening. So regular interruption to the body's natural sleep cycle and chronic sleep deprivation not only leaves you feeling tired and frustrated, but it can also lead to poorer memory and concentration and reduce creativity. Everybody has sleep difficulties occasionally, but once the natural sleep cycle has become disrupted through too many late nights or an unusual sleep pattern, it can lead to chronic sleep problems. And no matter how tired you are, you may find yourself having a problem going off to sleep staying asleep, or waking too early and being unable to go back to sleep. Some unfortunate people may suffer from all three of these sleep difficulties. The good news is that sleep problems do not have to be part and parcel of student life. There are many ways to get a good night's sleep, and many reasons for doing so. Poor sleep habits play a major role in insomnia and ways to tackle unhelpful sleep behaviours and replace them with good sleep habits follow in a moment. Stress and worry are also key factors in the maintenance of insomnia. The research shows that people who can't sleep tend to worry excessively about not being able to sleep at night and about the daytime consequences of not getting enough sleep. The result is a state of stress, worry and increased arousal leading to further inability to sleep. And of course there are lots of other things to worry about apart from sleep loss. All of us know the feeling of not being able to switch off at night or of lying awake worrying for hours on end, thinking about work or relationships or family difficulties. If you are someone who finds it difficult to unwind at bedtime or who finds yourself lying awake in the night worrying, It's worthwhile practicing breathing and relaxation techniques. 
breath is a powerful tool for reducing anxiety. The out-breath releases tension in the chest muscles and allows all muscles to let go of tension more easily. The following exercise can be a useful aid to relaxation and can be done as part of your bedtime routine or if you wait during the night. Sit comfortably in a chair with your feet on the floor, your back upright but not rigid, your shoulders dropped, your chest open and your chin tucked in slightly. Place one hand on your chest and the other on your abdomen. Take two or three slow breaths. Practice so that the lower hand on the abdomen moves rather than the one on the chest. Once you've got a gentle rhythm established, it may help to count each breath in and each breath out. Inhale through your nose to the count of four and exhale through your nose to the count of five. Focus on the out-breath. You can practice the same routine lying flat on your back in bed. Managing worry and anxiety is important for sleeping well, but it's also important to develop a good sleep pattern. At least an hour before you'd like to go to sleep, start to wind down. Listen to some relaxing music, eat a light snack, read a novel, anything that helps you to bring a sense of closure to a busy day. Switch off smartphones, tablets and other devices with self-luminous electronic displays as nighttime light exposure suppresses the production of melatonin which you need to help you to sleep and speeds up metabolism. Short wavelength or blue light is the most melatonin suppressive of all and is known to reduce sleep duration and prevents you from sleeping well. Make sure your bed is comfortable and that the bedroom is dark, quiet and at a cool temperature. Student accommodation can be noisy, so if necessary invest in a sleep mask and or earplugs, which can both be picked up at most high street chemists. Avoid going to bed any earlier than you need to. In other words, if your plan is to get up around 8am and you'd like to have 7.5 to 8 hours sleep, then make sure you're in bed by midnight. Generally, going to bed slightly before or around midnight is recommended, as this ensures that you get enough slow wave or restorative sleep to leave you feeling more rested the following day. If you can't sleep, get up and do something relaxing until you can. Do your best not to check the time as it only provokes anxiety about the fact that you're not sleeping and inhibits sleep further. One of the best ways to reset your internal sleep clock is to get up at the same time every day regardless of how much sleep you've had the night before for at least two weeks. 
This applies even at the weekend. Don't forget that what we do during the day also affects how we sleep at night. It's a good thing to avoid caffeine within three to four hours of bedtime. It's a central nervous system stimulant and the research shows that it significantly impairs our ability to sleep. This includes tea and herbal drinks containing caffeine as well as coffee. Try not to nap during the day however tired you are as this will reduce your need for sleep at night. Try going for a walk instead. In fact exercise, especially in the morning or afternoon, is not only a great way to keep fit, healthy and alert, but it will also facilitate good sleep. Although it may be tempting to use alcohol to help you to sleep, and in moderation does initially sedate and promote sleep, in excess it fragments later night sleep, promotes withdrawal related early awakening, and overall reduces the amount of quality, restorative sleep you need to feel fully rested. It's unfortunately the case that the harder we try to sleep, the more difficult it becomes. If you find yourself unable to sleep at night, rather than forcing sleep, and as an alternative to getting out of bed, try this exercise instead. Firstly, just accept that you're not sleeping. Stop worrying as best you can and instead focus on your breathing. Whilst holding an awareness of the breath, have a sense of yourself lying supported in the bed. Allow yourself to sink into the bed and do this with every in-breath and every out-breath so that the mind and body can gently relax and eventually drift into sleep. It's a good idea to practice relaxation during the day also so that you are less tense when you go to bed at night. Finally, it's important to have realistic expectations about your sleep. Most people need between 7 and 8 hours of sleep a night and it's not the quantity that counts so much as the quality. The more you worry about not sleeping and what happens if you don't sleep, then the more elusive sleep will become. Recognising that sleep is part of a natural 24-hour sleep-wake cycle and doing your best to support this natural rhythm may be all that you need to get back on track with your sleep again. If you find that you are still struggling after putting these suggestions into practice, then the Counselling Service website can point you in the direction of some good books and online resources. And there's also an insomnia workshop that runs every term which you can sign up for.